Flogcast may occasionally contain explicit content that makes it not safe for work or for minors. It also doesn't provide an excuse to use the same words on Bay 13. Normal Bigfooty rules still apply. So this is the Flogcast for round 11. The KFC muncher from Richmond Starburns is here, and I'm joined by the Mayor of East Geelong, Teach. Oh, we're from Tigerland. The fighting fury, we're from Tigerland. Jumped on another bandwagon. We also, once again, have our member of the Hawthorne 48% penal. G'day. We have our St Kilda umpire basher, Cookie. Hello. And joining us from the Elizabeth Street 7-Eleven, we have our North Flog, Dan. You guys are getting worse. <laughs> I've been gone for like two or three weeks and this thing's gone backwards. <laughs> yeah, well, Dan hasn't been on since we started the Guwar Tears segment, so clearly that's his gripe. We will start with the Guwar Tears, though. Who wants to go first? I, I, will, I will happily nice. goo first. <laughs> Sean Makers is now our best forward. Yeah, a lot of goo there. Hodgepodge's threat is vindicated. That's my uh, goo for the week. Wouldn't that be Tears? No, Stupid. it'd be Tears if he was playing in defence, but he's, he's really found a roll-up forward. It'll be Tears later, Dane. Don't worry. Wait till finals come and he lets his man kick goals on him. Not a Stupid chance. Stupid six he's, and he's Teach just wants to, you know, suck his dick, but... Yeah, he know. wants to go next. <laughs> I have goo. Oh, well, it, it was, um, <laughs> Shut the fuck up, Teach. I'm talking. Oh, OK, cunt. Go. I have goo for Tony Lockett being inducted as a legend into the Hall of Fame. Yeah, he's a great Sydney oh, yes. footballer, wasn't he? Yes, yes, indeed. Yeah, uh, yeah. He only did two things in Sydney. All the rest were in St Kilda, and he's well-deserved. But did he even probably play the best final at St Kilda? Ever. He played a grand final at Sydney. Got the brown loads, the All-Australians. Oh, All he did in Sydney was I didn't even know Plugger played for St Kilda. Mm, no. Now you do. Yeah. Oh, I thought he was just a Sydney Well, you know. Player. Oh, there you go. There was a pig named Plugger. He ran onto the ground at the St Kilda game once. That's what I remember. <laughs> Teach or Dan, does anyone have some goo or tears? Yeah, I got goo. North's victory in a hurricane win in Tassie. The sort of win that Trent Cotchin would have loved to have kicked into. Um, yeah, huge win. I didn't think North would kick a goal in the last quarter. It's like one of the kicks with the Eagles play who like went straight up and beautiful marked out Yo, who was about like 10 metres away or yeah. something like that. Boomer oh, kicked yeah, one in the air that nearly came back to him, I think. There was more than one that went backwards. Mm. Some of the, some of those was Mrs. Beamer at the ground farting, so that's the reason why it was a strong rent. <laughs> Teach. I've got goo and tears. My nephews, who, who, who I actually love, they're Essendon supporters, and we absolutely smacked the bejesus out of them. And yeah. so my goo is uh, how well we beat Essendon. But my tears is for my nephews. I don't know where Essendon is going. They just look like absolute rubbish right now. I have a quick question. How do you not kick a goal, a single goal and a half a footy at Etihad Stadium, no matter who you are? Yeah, they're, they're rubbish. They are absolute 
utter rubbish. Well, but my point is, even rubbish sides can kick a single goal and a half oh. of footy. Carlton, yeah, it doesn't matter who you are, whether you're Hawthorne or Carlton, you could kick a, one goal in a we, half. We surely. went, we went goalless yeah. in one in the first half against the Dogs at Eddie had uh, in 2009. Shut so it's up, not Daniel. unprecedented. We made a lot of teams go goalless in a half. When we were in dominance, so yeah, you kicked three goals for that half as well at the same time. But at it at, at the dome though, where there's no weather affected footy at all. Yeah, 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 we fucked them. We absolutely fucked them for a half. This was by the concerning cats too. But yeah, I'll just go with simple goo. Richmond, Richmond, Richmond. That was gooey. That was oh, great. Oh, tigers! Yeah, that's all, all I can say. I think we've managed did to you, answer Network Nerd's question from last week because he asked. Who was uh, Teach jumped on? Oh, and yes. Teach wasn't here to answer that, and he's answered that comprehensively tonight. Teach has jumped on the Richmond bandwagon. He's off north. He's off the concerning cats. He's jumped to Richmond, so it's no more bandwagon. It's a tiggy train. Yeah, sorry, sorry, Teach Dan. The sorry, conductor. Dan. I'm off the, uh, oh, I'm off the north bandwagon. I'm on the, I'm on the tank. I'm on the tigers. I'm on the tigers now. He's going to take us all the way to a prelim. Going to know what it's like to be a dogs fan. Come on, you tigers. Going to have to win a final first to get there. <laughs> Well, we got Teach on board, so it was okay. We will go with the first game, which is uh, North over West Coast down in Tassie in the wind. Brad Scott week took one hell of a turn in so many ways. It was it a pretty decent game to watch. Did it, did it without our spineless coach. Yeah, well, no, actually, he was on the phone, though. He was coaching on the phone, and the definitive moment of that game was about five minutes to go in the third quarter where shit wasn't going well, and Crocker's just turned to the guy with the phone and said, fuck this, picked it up, opened the window, and thrown it out onto the ground, and North piled on the goals just before three-quarter time. It was a bit of a dodgy game. North were pretty lucky just to get over the line. Games played with a breeze blowing like that can be highly entertaining as long as your captain doesn't choose to kick against it. (laughs) (laughs) North North really finished that uh, game strongly. I think it was four goals to three in the last quarter against the wind. And yeah, that was really... Very impressive performance by them to close out the game. Higgins probably played his best game in full and wide. He did. He did. Missy Higgins. And he's played a few good games this year too to go, like, so that's not like saying this was um, Liam Jones' best game at Carlton. This is actually saying that that's actually something to say that Higgins played. He's been pretty good all all year, really. He's probably been our most consistent player. He has. And he's actually, he's offered you exactly what the media thought he would offer as opposed to... He's offered a lot more than what a lot of the Bulldogs posters were saying. Yeah, well, exactly. Everyone everyone said you got these old hacks, you got weight, and you got Higgins and Waite's kind of done what everyone expected from Waite. He's bobbed up. Yeah, pretty much. Occasionally he's made some shit decisions. He kicked no goals on the weekend and fucked the X's. But Higgins is actually... Why did you wear the um, the Velociraptor? Teach, teach. That's because they were commemorating the release of Jurassic World. It's a beautiful oh, okay. movie. Oh. And there's a lot of supporters in Dorf who enjoy it. Because we've got the Velociraptor claw on our, on our jumper. It's got nothing to do with Indigenous round at all. We just want to embrace... Jurassic Park and all that shit. Oh, okay, fair enough. You'd Fuck do that. anything for money, you fucking tin pot club. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We'll even embrace psychopathic supporters and take their money. Don't you talk about anything for money, Penal, because we'll come to your club and talking points. Yeah, fucking idiot. But well, this is North we're talking about. So, you know, they made a theme jumper. North aren't about to make a theme jumper and only wear it once. Unless we can make some money out of it. Yeah. And you know what? We might even wear it next week. <laughs> 
But didn't they wear the same jumper last year as well? No, it's a different one. I don't know. You know it, no, no, no. But, um, yeah, they did. No, it was basically the same. Uh, it was, yeah, it was slightly altered, though. It was a little different. A lot of teams wore the same jumpers in Digital Round. We didn't discuss this last week. Geelong bought back the Wingdings jumper, and a few other clubs did that, yeah. Did Sydney go with a Pac-Man again? No, they got Goods' mum to design it, like as they normally do. <laughs> Fucking Goods' mum. Jesus. <laughs> anyway, let's, we're getting a bit off track. North versus West Coast. What do we think? It wasn't a bad game, actually. And, and, we're still uh, talking about the North West Coast game? Yes. Yeah. Yes, yes, we are. Shut up, okay. dickhead. Hey. And North actually played uh, really well. I mean, West Coast are a, a really good side. Yeah. So, For the injuries uh, West Coast have had, they've done pretty good. Yeah, considering they've considering... lost their best two key defenders, it hasn't yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, increased exactly. the Govan's development and a few other players have done well. But yeah, but there was one. Good on North. Yeah, North won the game and uh, they deserved it. I'd like to go bits of goo or tears, a bit of extra goo or tears, just for the last quarter. In that last quarter, a bit of goo. Zebel played well. He did some immense oh, things what? and yeah, yeah. helped turn that game. But the tears is for that little cunt, Boomer Harvey, who... Hang on. Oh, fuck off. No, that was, was fucked up, man. That no, was... according, according to according to Suze on Twitter, Prittis dropped the ball and it was a recording 50-metre penalty. Now, uh, Boomer, Boomer is a dirty diving cunt. Well, far be it to argue with an umpire. Yeah. The umpire he's not. Knew... He's, he's a fucking champion and he can all go, go, go and get fucked. The umpire Boomer's knew he fucked up. I hope he doesn't get to 400 games. The umpire knew he got conned, which is why it was a 25-metre penalty. What Boomer Dead did in that game was essentially what Luis Suarez did in the fucking World Cup a few years ago. You're, I think, uh, you're comparing both. It was a no. cheating cunt move, but it was a good move, and I applaud him for doing it. Uh, Boomer's a little rodent. How it's a can dick you move. That yeah. to diving. No way. That was that was a cheap way to get a fifty. That was fucked up, I, man. I, I, yeah, I agree it's with cheap, I, but it's no. Not, I, it's I agree with Dan. No, I, I agree with Dan. Boomer is a lot worse than Suarez. It's worse than diving. Boomer is worse than Suarez. Yes. Well, we we'll going get fucked. Boomer's a champion. And, and not only... Boomer doesn't bite people. Boomer tries to strangle them too, which, you know, one per tries to kill people. The other just tries to give them rabies. <laughs> Boomer, stop being a cunt. You mm. fucking cunt. Anything else out of that game? Fuck off, cookie, you dickhead. Brad Scott, anything on that? Spinos. I reckon Brad Scott didn't have a spinal injury because so, he was so, banned for going into Tasmania. Um, <laughs> Brad Scott, I mean, as far as I can work it out, his mum has um, dissembled the bunks and, um, you know, they're all on the the, uh, the bottom floor. Dan, just a question. How did the Nick Nat versus Goldstein duel go? Oh, I think Goldstein got the points comfortably. I think Nick Nat took more marks inside 50. Yeah, but who had more hitouts to advantage and who kicked goals and who influenced the game? I don't know. <laughs> That's a very mainboard question. Oh, I don't know. It, was... it doesn't matter because neither of them are the All-Australian Ruckman. That is Shane Mumford. What? Yes. Surely uh, Sandy's got everyone covered so far this year. Well, he won so many hitouts on Friday night that meant fuck all. Which which Ruckman's got the most coach votes? The fucking Blixers have got them all covered. It's not a Ruckman, though. <laughs> fucking... Come on. We're all having a sensible discussion in Teach Then you, you bring up Blixers. <laughs> Can't <laughs> Rucker overall, yeah. I didn't even fucking mention Segler and you start the goo train. Oh, Segler, Segler's going fucking fantastic. You want to know who the worst Ruckman in the competition is? Oh, Ace Cordy? Yeah, Ace Cordy has to be. Oh, I, I would go Tom Bell Chambers. <laughs> oh, yes. He's yes. We'll come to Bell Chambers when we come to Western, but we will move on to... Well, hey, we don't talk about Frio often, but hey, just like round 20... 
what don't have last to year and just like last year's semi-final we can skip this, this week game entirely was an entertaining Frio game and they're they always kick- entertaining when Frio no, rolls. They kicked less than game. 100 points. They kicked less than 100 points. So I think we yeah, but Frio got smashed. Yes, when Frio lose, it's an entertaining Frio game because usually the other team does something and it was... There's it no was... need for you to be biased just because Richmond won. We can skip this game. No, no, well, no. no. <laughs> Let me give some credit to Richmond. Credit's due. I called them Fremantle light last week and I was misguided because they came out and they kicked eight goals in the first quarter. Very impressive performance by them. Yeah, it was great to watch and it would have been even better to watch if it weren't for those fucking commentators. Oh, yes, didn't they just... Weren't they just a pack of fucking moaning bitches? I don't care if he lives in Perth and knows all the players' backstories to the nth degree, but Basil Zemplis should not be near a Friday night game at all. He should not be near any game. Unless he's fucking commentating the Oz kick at halftime. <laughs> we should at least have him on a Saturday afternoon where there's another game you can watch, not the Friday night game, where they're actually told to stink it up more than normal. Like, Basil Zemplis just makes you realise how bad Bruce isn't. His nose well, was so was... far up Frio's ass, it was unbelievable. His no- and his nose could go a fair way. I think that I said it before, that his name's Basil, so he's obviously a cunt. No Tigers! That was a fantastic result. And even Cameron Ling's been turned into a caricature as well. Lingy's a goo-chugger commentator now. It's fucking like Fife is now getting the Jard and Ablett treatment and where Rioli. every time he goes... Every time he goes... Rioli treatment, actually. Yeah, but that's only from Bruce. But Fife... He was pretty know, good, he, though. He was, but he wasn't the best you know, round. He wasn't the be- second best either. Or but he just not. gets the ball and the commentator's going like, oh, Fife, what's he going to do now? And then he gets away with so much. Like, he's getting the Judd treatment from the umpires as well. He had like six, six times when he should have been pinged holding the ball and I don't think he got done for one of them because he just drops the ball, chucks it out and the umpire just called play on because it's five. He got done once and they booed. It was actually pretty funny. But yeah, anything else on that game? Well, I nearly yeah, crashed I my just car don't... when I heard the score. I was just driving along, <laughs> having the slurpees and I got score. I was like, oh shit, worse than teacher's bandwagon crash last year. <laughs> it was a really, really good game to watch. Oh, it was. It was very good to watch. If you hate the commentary and I'm in the same boat, I think Channel 7's is terrible. You have to petition to Foxtel and ask them to bring back the red button option. So you just yeah. turn off the commentary entirely, but you still hear the surround sounds of the stadium and the umpires. And... That's a good point. Let's let's add that to our no Carl on Friday night petition. I'd rather have yeah, fucking S Red for Ed than Basil. Yep. Well, that, that was basically what we got with Basil. Yeah, but Eddie's all right if he's not commentating Collingwood. Yeah, Basil's yeah. terrible for everyone. That's entirely true. He's the worst going around. He's probably worse than BT. Let's go to, well, Judd got a mention before, and I think, well, is this the end for Judd? It's a sad way to go. Yeah, it is. Yeah, Even sad. though he's a dirty, rotten player, he's a... It's a pretty sad way to go playing for Carlton at the moment anyway, but... That's true. Perhaps. No, he's a young. He's been a great player. It's easy to forget how good he was at West Coast. Yeah. I know. He was just absolutely fantastic at West Coast, and he was great at Carlton too. But um, he got uh, got a bit of umpire love there, an uncharacteristic turnover. Oh well, you know, if he's if he's finished now, that's pretty sad. It's pretty sad. What's the motivation to play on for another year at Carlton? Barbecues. (laughs) 
<laughs> a metric fuck ton of cash. Brown Move. paper bags. Sausages. Recycled yes. brown paper bags. Doesn't the Vizzy deal for him sort of finish it? It's already it's, finished. It's already finished? Yeah. Well, not much reason to play on then. Let's move on from that to some happier news, and that was Carlton got close but lost still. <laughs> GC played well. Carlton played really well. I, yeah, I but they still they, lost. Yeah, that's I thought good. they were a shout to win the game. They played and pretty uh, decently. That's the best game Casbolt's ever going to play in his career too, so that's kind of funny. They didn't win. <laughs> and yeah, and yeah, so, exactly. did, so did the supporters. The supporters thought they were in with a chance and then they had their hearts broken. It was delicious. Well, only the supporters that were there because there were more Crows fans. Like, <laughs> literally, you could see it on the TV and they said it at the ground. There were just about as many Crows fans there as Carlton. All, all the Crows fans wanted to try travel to Melbourne because you're not rated as a supporter unless you go to Melbourne. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, Eddie went goalless. It was a good week for Carlton, bad week for the X's. They got a win over the X's. Their first win in Australia, Carlton. They got a win over the X's. And yeah, Eddie went goalless and... I actually wanted them to win. Oh, you're a bad person then. Oh, Why would you want Carlton to win, yeah. Oh, just, you know, they were just trying their guts out. And, yeah, um, that's irrelevant. Though, you sure it wasn't because you had like a joke? Did you have it's a Carlton. joker and you're like your five man tipping comp for Carlton one? You get extra tip or something? <laughs> <laughs> no, no. One of my best friends barracks for Carlton. And you got shit about just... having a two o'clock song. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> so that, that's what I wanted. I, I wanted him to have a little bit of joy, and um, nah, no, they fucked. And, and if you choose they... to barrack for Carlton, you deserve nothing. Mm. <laughs> Harsh but fair. I've watched the last quarter of this. I snuck into the ground. <laughs> Do you take a chicken with you? No. <laughs> Bought chips. But yeah, the face is disappointing when we just made the food I was eating a hell of a lot tastier. <laughs> It was funny to see it come from Jenkins as well, the unlikely source to roll them. And just the fact that, and this is kind of funny, this shows where Carlton are at, that they when they jumped out to the early lead, Adelaide was shit and they couldn't get it past Cade Simpson. He went off the ground for two minutes and Adelaide kicked four goals in the first quarter. Like, no, the and Simpson's just about the oldest player left on their list once Judd's gone. That's just, that just shows where Carlton's at, that the guy who actually can, the only guy who stemmed the tide for them at the weekend is like 33. <laughs> They're going to lose Lockie Henderson at the end of the year and a couple of others as well. That's all right, because Caswell's going to be a star, apparently. Yeah, it's, uh, it's going to be more spoon music down at Cullen. Some poor number one pick's going to get Gibbs or Murphy or mm, Drusen. Yeah. Who would take Henderson? I know I wouldn't, because he looks like he's been Carlton. If Klangermakers <laughs> is your best forward, you would take Henderson. Geelong is a beautiful place Shut- to dump crap key position players and get good drafts. Yeah. Speaking from experience. <laughs> no, oh, st- stubborn. Sean Makers is miles ahead of Henderson on this year's output, and you can't disagree with that because it's true. On this year's output... One's playing for Carlton, the other's playing for Hawthorne. Yeah. Yeah, that's apples and oranges. One's playing a team in a team full of superstars like Bruce Gunston and Ruffett and is the best of that oh, lot. The other's bang. playing in a team full of guys like Casbolt and is not even the best because Casbolt's clearly the best. Carlton don't move it past the fucking centre. You fucking wanker. Anyway, let's move on if we've got nothing else on Carlton Crows. No. Nope. All right, let's go to today's game or the early game earlier today, the Queen's birthday game, and the Queen was on show, Jack Watts. Well, it was, it was a big weekend for Watts. I mean, the sixth anniversary of his debut, his relatives had his first photo taken. I mean, his grandkids. It's a pretty <laughs> wonderful weekend, actually. Yeah, Theon delivered. Dropped that one-handed mark in the goal square at a crucial time. Oh, that did, yeah, that, that was pathetic. Go, go drop yourself again, Watts. <laughs> go, yeah. go lie on yourself. Go. <laughs> 
<laughs> when, when you say that, no, you see your avatar light up, that's the first thing that comes to mind. <laughs> but it was funny to see fucking romping winds afterwards acknowledge it as, oh, it was an awkward moment for Watts. It's kind of like, you no, know, it makes it sound like it was like Watts just queefed in front of everybody and it got noticed. <laughs> it was just like, that's what it, that's what, that's what awkward sounds like. Not fucking dropping a one-handed mark and softly giving up the ball. It's, yeah. Bowen were decent on the whole for free quarters. They were. It was a good game. It was a real It was alright. It was an alright yeah. game, but you know, you, you always thought that Collingwood were going to uh, were going to win. Yep. And uh, the Neanderthal at the at full forward. Yeah, he, he um yep yep he made the game, didn't he? He cashed mm. in today. Mm. I, I, I mark a kick goal. A kick goal. Yeah. yeah. So, wow. Uh, <laughs> Smoking shadows behind the mirrors. <laughs> I kick, I kick one, two, three, lots of goals. <laughs> How many past three? I don't know. Give uh, me five dollar um, bill. <laughs> Anything else on that game? or? Sam Newman was very disturbing wearing the Mackini. He, he did have something on underneath. He had a skin-coloured thing. Yeah, not on the arse, though, which was disturbing. No, not on the arse. But that was all for a good cause. That was entertaining enough. That was fantastic. Yeah. Um, they, should yeah. they should do that annually. Like yeah, that. and I with the ice, I'm surprised they didn't get Dane Swan, Dustin Martin. or uh-huh. th- Actually, just on this, did anyone catch Richo's uh-huh. post-match interview with Dustin Martin on Friday night? No. Uh, he, he asked him, where are you going, Dusty? He goes, oh, I don't know yet. And he goes, be good. It was just like some parent telling, <laughs> telling kid, you know, don't you go, don't you go out on the shard, boy. <laughs> What's the sound advice? Richard could have seen things that she'd never even seen. Mm, but yeah, anything else on the Queen's birthday game? God save the Queen. Well, you might, yeah, you might get dropped. The fascist regime. <laughs> she ain't no human being. Sort of apart from Jack Rots. Well, J- Jack's not a human being. Jack's been Theon Greyjoy. You tilt Rich. one of Cloak's um, favourite five dollar bills to the side. It actually looks like you've got a whale eating the Queen. <laughs> yeah, was, the, actually, if you, if you, I thought it was meant you, to be the Twin you, Towers or something. No, that's, no, that's a <laughs> Actually, um, if, you, one, if, you, one, if you if you fold a five dollar note properly, it looks like Armitage and Revolt. It it looks like she's sucking <laughs> a cock. <laughs> One one thing I did notice, because we we talked about it last week, how Ruse never takes responsibility, and he said today that the D's lost because they didn't listen to him. And just once again, shifting the blame to the players. There was a loose man defence. He didn't do that. Ruse was a fucking idiot. Ruse just, yeah, he's making mistakes in the coach's box, and he's trying to shift them all into the players. He's shifting the blame like the expert at it, and we will move on to the next game. The expert at shifting the blame, James Hurd, who is once again blaming Wada for going goalless for an entire half. Wada kept them goalless. It wasn't the concerning Cats' defence, it was Wada. That is impossible to do at that stadium, no matter who you are, to not kick a single goal and a half. It's fucking shitful. It is an indictment, and yet Carlton have kicked goals and a half. Um, GWS haven't gone goalless and a half, I I think. I mean, our game plan can be good depending on who we're playing against Perhaps if you're playing red but we were playing hats. against fucking witches hats and the worst ruckman in the competition as got mentioned earlier and, uh, and we just kicked nine goals holy shit nine, nine goals and a half and it was like no one needed a shower after the game because um, no the, one broke a sweat no one broke a sweat except Hawkins when he saw someone opening a pie in the crowd <laughs> 
Nah, well, I, yeah, he's just anticipation. Just I, I took I'm, him I'm, down. I'm, I took him down some hungry jacks at three three quarter time. McDonald's didn't affect his game at all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because he, he was hungry as so. Uh, you know, I took him down some uh, hungry jacks. But um, Jesus, Essendon are fucked. And let, let's not forget, Hurd didn't just blame Wada. He also blamed the injury list, which is, I think, three players long. Yeah, well, who's on there? Zaharakis, who else? Uh, and, and Fletcher, guys. Like, Talk about Carlton being reliant on uh, Kate Simpson, a 33-year-old. Essendon, when they lose their 40-year-old veteran, no Essendon. Oh, Watson didn't play either, but he's he's yeah. back to being that plotter anyway. Goddard's turned into being a- 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 one-off. Goddard's just gone back to chip scab status. He's just pointing around, covering space. I mean, shoot a status and killed her. He would have been captain, probably <laughs> Brandlow medalist, oh. Norm Smith medalist. What? But Even I don't get this gooey. Yeah, no, you you would know when you're a grand final got up. <laughs> yeah, 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 yo, you're wanking. He, we he, fucking, well. he fucking left after you started the rebuild phase. <laughs> like, how is he going to win the flag? He would have turned into a combination of fucking Fuddy and Gablet if he stayed us and killed her and remained free from what? fucking Kool-Aid. Oh, you're a fucking wanker. Oh, Shut up. Free of Kool-Aid, you're clearly not. But heard on the boundary, how was that? Just sitting there with that look on his face. And a picture tells a million words. He was shocked to be sitting there. He really was. He looked like he was suddenly like, he's somewhat a druggie. He's just come down from a massive high and realised how utterly fucked he is. And they didn't kick a goal until he fucked off back to the box, which that says a lot too. We probably shouldn't say a lot about James because um, with those big radar ears, he's, he's going to be able to hear what we're saying. Well, who cares? Yeah. Well, who cares? Tanya's probably taking notes anyway, so... We're dealing in Tanya just logging onto the bay and wanting to listen to us and just taking notes the whole time. So is Tanya's strategy? Banter, not slander, man. You can't have it. So you shouldn't say that. She's an ugly bitch anyway. <laughs> She's no Mrs. Boomer. And on that note, let's move on to the Puffers skied late on the Bulldogs in what was otherwise an entertaining game. Wingard 20-3, and three, played the kind of game Rioli wishes he could play. That was a really, really good game of football. No, I didn't watch it. I just see a second of it. It was the better of the two on the Saturday night, apart from the car crash factor of the Essen game. Yeah, I watched the goals half Essendon <laughs> too long game. Yeah, <laughs> it was funny because it was Essendon. Yeah. Anyone else watch that game? The Bulldogs are good. Yeah, I wouldn't you know? necessarily say Port skied because it was a tight contest and Port oh, sorry, just... they, uh, they skied late. In the last quarter, they buried. Yeah, but like they're, they're a little bit, because the stats were very even, but Port are maybe a year or two ahead in the development curve, so they just had the class and polish to finish off the game. They also have a key forward who's not Tom Boyd. Yeah, but when it, once he comes good, you know, he'll be he'll be kicking bags of seven. If he comes uh, good. say the same for Jared Waite, though. <laughs> Boyd's the new Waite. Maybe. Which poster made the comment about Boyd's stats the last four weeks? I think he's had like 13 disposals and one goal. I think someone needs to start the uh, Tom Boyd finals predictor thread. But he hasn't kicked a goal against anyone, so everyone's playing finals. He um, kicked three against us. What does that mean? <laughs> Yeah, Petrie went berserk against Hawthorne last year as well. That's true. Anything else out of that game? Look, Port looked to be just... They're not there, but they're slowly turning the corner and they might reach that point sometime soon. Yeah, I reckon, I reckon Port are on their way back, but um, that was a great game of footy. Mm, it was much better than the other one. I think Mardo mentioned this when he was on a couple of weeks ago. Ollie Wines is making a huge difference now yeah. that he's back. I think the um, the Richmond game, I think, was his first game back. And he was their best and player. And he was the best player, so... 
just gone from strength to strength since then. He actually does that a whole lot, and it's like it gives him good clearances, good quality clearances. But yeah, let's move on from that. Giants, Brian's. Do we have anything out of that game? Did anyone watch the game? I watched no. it. They're not very good. Yeah, I watched a bit of Mitch that. Robinson um, did some stupid shit. You guys watch footy. <laughs> The Giants are there is really good side. Yeah, they're they're, 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 they're going to be better than the Gold Coast. I picked that a while ago, though. But oh no, well, no, no doubt about that. They played really well in that game, and they deserve to win. And Mumford's the All Australian ruckman, and yeah. <coughs> Goldstein. Now, now Blitzarves is <laughs> fuck off. Get get fucked, Blitzarves All Australian. You're going to be one of them angry dwarfs at the end of the game. Oh, did you love Blitzarves' goal on his left foot? I, I did like him trolling Essendon on Twitter. Oh, that was good, wasn't it? Yes. Oh, yeah. That was we nice. need to mention that. Yes! He gave him shit. Yes, Blixovs did. They tweeted how, wonder how he how he's recovered after getting Nick Nat's knee in the back and all he said was... Feeling better now, I think. Yeah, after the game, so... Yep, troll points for Blixovs there. It's the second year in a row Geelong have trolled Essendon after Hawkins hugged the fan. Blix is fantastic. But yeah, I got nothing much on the Giants or Bryans. Bryans aren't very good. Giants might be. Cameron's great to watch. Yes, he's, he's fantastic to watch. Yeah, he yep. is absolutely fantastic forward. What, what does he see in that organisation? He could go to any club that he wants. He's uh, going to shitload of money. Guaranteed premierships, Tim. Oh, yeah, yeah. Cookie, as Cookie said, shitload of cash. No, but other clubs are offering shitloads of cash too. Probably not the same level. No, I think he, he could get a lot more money at a club that's currently a bottom feeder like Carlton. Because <laughs> yeah, but that's for Carlton. Oh, yeah, like if you want to go and play no, Carlton. If he, if he wants money, he'll go to Carlton. Because GWS are going to have to find a way to pay all their young stars like Smith, Trelaw, Canelio, Shield. Yeah, and that bloated captain they've got, it doesn't, it's not going to be forever. I mean, it's going to get smaller and smaller. It, it's going I to think be... they're back on parity already. Are they? No, I think it's 2017, I think, that they... It's not but that's negligible because their list size is bigger. They've still got more players than every other club. Yeah, I'm, I'm not of the view that the expansion clubs are going to be winning premierships. I think they're going to be very good, but oh, I don't I, think I don't think they're showing to be taking the next. Suns aren't. At the moment. I think they, I think GWS are going to win a premiership, but it won't be like the dynasty. It won't. Yeah, it won't be the five in a row where it's ten grand finals in a row that's Suns versus Giants, which some doomsayers were predicting. No, it's not going to be that because the Suns won't be there. <laughs> and, the, and the Giants won't make five in a row. Probably not. Well, that, once they get the premierships, they might move on for more money. You don't need great teams like Hawthorne make five grand finals in a row. Oh, Good. shut up, you dickhead. Let's move on to Hawthorne St. Kilda. Look, they were always at arm's length, weren't they? But didn't stop Clarko getting melty. Yeah, he, he was, he was ready there? to bang the walls in the Fancy first that. half. Fancy so that. We Clarkson being melty. <laughs> The Hawthorne were getting their kicking goal was shit. Like it was beyond the pulling. Well, yeah, we were um we were five ten at one point, and then we finished at twenty twelve. So you know he was raging when we were five ten and put a rocket up him. Obviously, it worked. What, you what did, he do? did he do? Did he, did he punch the walls or did he, uh, you know, they just, he punch just had a really... out the water bottle boy or what? I think he just yelled into the phone and, like, somewhere, somehow on the other end of the line was James Hurd just <laughs> being shocked to <laughs> sit there. Why does everybody <laughs> yell at me? It's not my fault. <laughs> well, actually, it is. I thought taking orders from Neely was bad enough. Now I get to listen to Clarko <laughs> yell at me. <laughs> 
<laughs> Hawthorne really blew that out in the end. It wasn't that much of a smacking until that last quarter. And they turned that into a big win. Yeah, they, they, it was uh, it was close. And then it wasn't the last close, quarter, but it was, it wasn't close. It was five goals, you know, and then it became 70 points. Yeah, we, the last quarter, it was they just Hawthorne went bang. We worked hard, did good contested ball, all that. But Hawthorne were just a class above. I mean, apparently Luke Hodge said, oh, it's really hard work out there and he was surprised at how much they were leading because we were doing very good but yeah Hoff wanted to just do good maybe Hodge is nearly washed up the Saints dominated the mark count interestingly like they were chipping it around and having a lot of uncontested ball so you know they out. also uh, Hawthorne dominated the free kick count, so it was that was why he won. Oh, yeah, I mean, if Nick like, Greywell got those free kicks, we would have got a hundred free kicks. Beautiful victory. Oh, I think, here uh, we go. I think uh, the Saints were very undisciplined, and we were unlucky not to have more free kicks because they uh, they were very undisciplined, and we should have had a couple more goals from free kicks than we did. You nearly won by a hundred points, so fuck, you know. No, but but what, I don't I don't think we'd be fully happy with the way we played the game because we played in bursts, like one at the end of the second quarter, one at the start of the last quarter. And we played in bursts all year. And so that's has what cost us against yeah. Sydney. And Bursts seem to be the new thing. Still, Rioli gets far too much praise for what he does. I mean, he is a normal tap and a handball oh, that, that every other ridiculous. player does. It's fantastic. I, I oh, agree. Oh, it oh. was ridiculous. How good was it? Uh, here's the thing. A Melbourne player <laughs> did what Cyril did. The two-handed, you know, tunnel ball shit. He gets pinged for throwing. <laughs> That was fucking Zero dumb. Zero creative. Well, fuck off. He does everything oh. that any other footballer does. He's just an inconsistent fat plod. Fat. Did, he, did he call him for throwing? or like? Because I only got to see the replay. I thought it was deliberate rush behind that he got pinged for. No, he got was like, for a throw. Yes. He scooped it. Because oh, I finally wanted to see an application of the uh, the old Hawthorne 2008 rule. I don't do that anymore. Anyway, let's go to the last game, which is the Colas versus Suns. The Suns remain shit. They're struggling. Boring. More oh. drinking up there. That's about they it. They left it. it on their fucking bar tab. They didn't pay their bar Slaughter. tab until they got caught. And how fucking stupid do you have to be? Didn't, didn't you watch one up minute on the Gold Coast. Culture. One Smart minute of this game. Uh, so, Gold Coast uh, crowd booed goods. Oh, did they? they? Did too. Yeah, they did. They booed him. Oh, how terrible. <laughs> <laughs> We're very sad about that, obviously. But... Yeah, they booed him, so maybe, you know, I guess they're racist too, apparently. Well, they are Queenslanders. Yeah, they are Queenslanders. I'm sure Robbo will say it's all Hawthorne fans' fault somehow. Yeah, well, you started it. Yeah, everyone's just copying the big, bad, racist Hawthorne fans. The KKK. Yeah, yeah, fuck it all. The whole KKKs. Do we have any analogies or comparisons of what is as dumb, though, as not paying your bar tab and that's getting caught for drinking when you've got a pact not to drink? Like Drinking in front of your coach. Pissing on the window outside of a bar. It's Kane Johnson pissing on the um, police station years ago. That's Oh, yes, yes. yes. That's another one. Yeah, just shit like that. Yeah. Like... Like burning a midget or something. Yeah. Yeah, well, Australia... like your coach. Symbolise your coach. They didn't get an injunction. That's what they're getting going wrong. Just go and drink an injunction. Footballers in general are just not very smart. So uh, arm them with money and um, put like them in a place... Give him a bunch put them of in an environment hunts. where there are K-hunts around uh, <laughs> to, you know, lead them astray. 
bound to go awry. The one thing that is in Gold Coast's favour is that uh, Colin Jasny's gone alright. I think he's their best player at the moment, so yeah, Gar- certain poster will be will be happy. I'm just waiting for Gary Ab to start like a prayer group to fucking do some AA shit or something. I mean, that'll probably work. Where did I hear that apparently some of their religious nut job players, Bible bashing players, actually had a part of the reason McKenna got sacked because they didn't like him not being happy with them skipping a few days to go to a fucking churchy I heard that, that rumour too. It was, mm. it was on like Twitter or something. It was like apparently like Ablett has like mail. Swallow, or obviously. Yeah, Swallow and all that. They yeah, need to sack him. Big on, big on Jesus. Because McKenna um, wouldn't give him time off during the season to go to Sydney for some fucking hippie. song or something. Yeah, for some Christian love fest involving fucking probably pedophiles or some shit. I didn't think the... Ablett was in that kind of shit. Yeah, he is. Of course he is. He's an old man. His old man's got a Bible filled with heroin. Oh, yeah, I know about his old man. Yeah, he's, that's that's but, like the only thing he's taken. That's that's the only the thing Apple Gary Jr. has taken from him is the, the God tree. thing. Abla just has it with the cocaine, man. He's like probably the Gold Coast's biggest cocaine dealer now, which is why he's injured. So they're, they're all big on Jesus, are they? Yeah, and they live in a city of sin. Oh, for fuck's sake. Let's move on to the talking points. And I think Penal mentioned before about how North will sell themselves to anywhere for a dollar. Well, Hawthorne have decided to move out of Waverley and have, well, they've... Oh, yeah, Dingley. They're used to the disgusting smells and they've decided to build on a tip. Yeah, they're all... Dingley. There's fucking fucking naked people wandering down the streets. (laughs) In Dingley. Hey, that was just spanger. Well, um, I'm I'm not from Melbourne, so I don't know what uh, Dingley is well, like. Well, you've got Google Maps, don't you? Yeah, uh, no. Dingley's I mean, a like... fucking Dingley's a fucking shit. Like, I, I, Shithole's I, giving it praise. It's beyond a shit. The only good thing about Dingley is it's a mini golf course. It's 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 worse than Geelong. <laughs> It's worse than Seaford. Oh, I don't think it's worse than Geelong. Well, oh fucking Geelong's like fucking paradise next to Dingley. But but is it worse than East Geelong? Yes, <laughs> it's worse than both. At oh. least at least in East Geelong. It's a tip next to Danny yeah, Nong. Danny Nong is a fucking At least in East Geelong, off. you throw your rubbish overboard and it floats away. In Dingley, it's still it's still gonna it's still gonna sit underneath your ground, just coming up through the surface. Uh, I mean... Dingley was one of the only places that I actually got fucking bashed. <laughs> so you know, it's a fucking shithole. How did that come about? I just wandered. Someone out got of stuck the into pub. Gary Ablett and he tried to get stuck into them. No, no, I just <laughs> wandered out of the pub and someone goes, "Oh fuck." It, it was, a, shit. It, it was a it was a tism moment. I'll have you. I'll oh, have um, you. I'll have you. Were, were you out at Dingley with the chief? And did he start saying, "Stop hitting him! Stop hitting him!" <laughs> <laughs> Anything else on near yeah, Hawthorne moving to Dingley? Look, it's... Well, I mean, it, it's just an option at the moment. So, obviously, we're doing, like, an 18-month environmental assessment or something to, you know, see if it's actually safe or not to move down it's, there, it's, I guess. It's weird that you're going so long-term, considering that, you know, within 10 years, you'll probably be in Tassie already. We're not. Yeah, well, you just go to fucking Tassie. Oh. Dude, fucking Dingley. No, but... There's lots of room down there to build without having to... No, clearly it's it's a long-term plan because apparently in in 2050, Dingley will be at the heart of Melbourne's metropolitan area. And so obviously this is like a a long-term vision or something that the club is... Oh, yeah, well... Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. You'll be able to get fucking ice um, from from anyone from a street corner. That explains why they want to move, man. Luke Hodges' cravings. No, we'll attract all the Gold Coast players down when they come out of contract. 
They're oh, Dustin Martin then. I, I reckon if uh, Dustin Martin puts contract talks on hold with Richmond, I think he's you know he got two years left to run, and he says you know I want to go to Hawthorne, it'll be because of this Dingley thing. He he wouldn't know how to sign a contract. Be a bit like Trav. Oh, no, he need, he needs his manager. Be a bit like Travis Cloak signing contract would be like stamping his hand. And they use a crayon. Be like a sh- like a oh. shoe sign. Or oh, that's something. like that's like Sue's contracts. Um, yeah. yeah. No, nah, no, it's, it's <laughs> like a um. It's, in, like instead, it's like a dinosaur footprint. Mm. It's well, it's, no, mm. instead of uh, sign, like do doing sign? a cursive signature, you just do Dustin, but with like the S backwards. <laughs> <laughs> like a fucking three-year-old. Anything else on Hawthorne and Dingley? We've spoken more about Dingley and Dustin Martin than we have about Hawthorne. <laughs> but they can be the Dingley dorks. Oh, yeah. Dingley dorks. I like real that. Real original, that one. I thought it was alright. Yeah, it wasn't bad. Yeah, yeah, it was pretty good. Look, we'll, we'll move on to the Hall of Fame and look. Um, there's a couple of risable quips out of the Hall of Fame. The first one being Acker, and Acker believes he is better coach and half the assistants out there. Well, he would think that. Yeah. Self-proclaimed. Well, he's a fucking big mouth, and he's always been a big mouth. He might be right, though. I wouldn't have him anywhere near my players at all. Well, he couldn't do any worse than James Hurd. We've got to think about oh, um, Plugger plug Lockett being a legend and um his speech deserved. was good i liked his speech yeah he was he, he was great he did drop a little quote though that was a bit iffy in the aftermath apparently he thinks kurt tippett could turn his career around by playing down back i think kurt tippett could turn his career around <laughs> by playing in the kneeful tippett went down back really Acker as a coach would be brilliant, would ever be incredibly brilliant and will work, or it will be such a clusterfuck that it will be hilarious to watch. Yes, it would be funny to watch somewhere else, but yeah, if he made it work, you'd be a bit envious, but you'd always be iffy. He would be the perfect man for the Gold Coast, I reckon. He'd turn their culture around. (laughs) I reckon he would be an absolute clusterfuck of a coach. If I was a player and I saw him do a handstand, I'd kick him right in the face. (laughs) How would would you even get the players' respect, though? I mean, if you're a player... that's, That's the hurdle I would have, I think. There's no questioning he's... Um, do as I say, accom- not as I do. His accomplishments as a, as a player, but that's where it, where it ends for mine. It's just, it's just a, he's a mouth. Yeah. Over-opinionated mouth. Yeah, I agree. Let's go to the next talking point, which is the Coach Association have told Carlton to stop sniffing around coaches because they've gone ahead and sacked their coach before... Even the halfway mark, which hasn't happened since I think Blight, or even he got sacked later than this, so they've been told to stop talking to people, even though everyone else has told him to go and get fucked. I, I reckon that's fair if you if you have a current coach in place, but if you haven't got one, then surely you're you're supposed to fill that position by seeking out applicants. But the, the, but they're going to be doing this like there's three months to go in the season. They can't be bothering other clubs just because they can't get their house in order. No, no, I disagree. I I, I agree with Dan. I think that. Um, they can talk to whoever they want to talk to because they've got to um, they've got to fill that position. So Dane, okay, you'd be happy if Tudor was one foot out the door. He wouldn't go to Carlton. But no, no, but no, but how do you know that? Well, who would want they, to go to Carlton? Well, ex- exactly. But then they're just wasting his time if they're talking to him when he could be when he could be coaching your team, especially when your coach is in hospital because he's got a bad. I think he could still manage training and coaching gigs if it meant he had to do one sort of interview with Carlton on the side. But over over three months, they're probably going to try and do a few. Well, it depends how interested they are in him, I suppose. I, I kind who, of who do we... five here because I think Carlton should, like like you said, you know, 
you've got a coach. He's coached for the rest of the year. Obviously, you can do your due diligence and internal processes during the year between now and the end of the year. But in terms of That's, actually sounding there's out, there's no real off season for the, end of the year. for the football departments. There is no real off season. That is a bit of a problem, isn't it? Because when the footy ends, they've still got to prepare for draft, for trade, for pre-season. But you've got four weeks of finals to do that where all but eight clubs have stopped and every week well, a few less of them. Maybe they need more time than four weeks to find a coach. So if you were the if you were the Carlton president, who would you go after? You'd, whoever it was, you'd make him an offer he couldn't refuse. Um, they, did that, they did it with Malthouse and that didn't work, did it? Stewie Dew knocked it back, right? Yeah, we'll before they up. even asked him. A few others, Walsfold and a couple of others. I'd go after Walsfold. A, a homeless man ruled himself out. <laughs> that was a good, that was a good thread. I, I don't care what anyone says. That was a good thread. That was very funny. I'd go after Worsfold. I'd go after... Terry um, Wallace. Homer Thomason. The list manager. Go, He'll yes, turn their list around. Terry Wallace. Worsfold's really knocked them back. Dan, Danny Frawley. Jason Ackermanis. <laughs> Brett Ratton. <laughs> Brendan Bolton wouldn't go to Carlton. But he'd bring the smiles to Carlton at least. I'm, I'm, I'm pretty sure he's a really nice change from Bolton's gruff nature to have a you know they'd go from Mark Stevens go from trolling in the press conference to getting a hi I love football yeah oh, I love coaching <laughs> coaching's great <laughs> even when it's Carlton you can't win a game um, I like I like footballs yes I am good I am good uh, at footballs just a good story don't you reckon <laughs> one five from five at Hawthorne. One one from twenty two at Carlton. It's great. <laughs> Wonder what it would take to. Wipe. I, I reckon Carlton's probably the only thing that could wipe a smile off Brendan Bolton's face. Anything else on that coaching thing? Well, yeah. at the end of the day, no matter who they get, they're Carlton, then they'll always be fucked. Mm. Anyway, um, the new high tackle rules came in this week. We'll just quickly go around. Did anyone notice a difference? Did anyone like the difference? Personally, I, I noticed a small difference in the in the North Sydney I, game. I noticed fucking Michael Walters was ducking like a Selwood. And, and he still uh, got free kick. He got freeze. Shut up. But, but even though it went against us, I like the fact when Taylor Hunt ducked his head, he didn't get, he got done. He didn't get a too high free kick. He actually got done. It happened in a few games. Lizzie Thomas ducked his head and he didn't get a free kick. Those things well, actually... I noticed Lindsay Thomas didn't duck. Uh, this might have been a different one, but he didn't duck. Got actually taken high, cleaned up. Oh, and, yeah, that one too, yeah. <laughs> uh, didn't get a free because Razor Ray, who else, said, oh, you ducked your fucking head. Yeah, that's all that one. Did, you, did we hear about Swallow, actually? We'll go back to this. Swallow reckons, I think it was Swallow or North player, said that if Razor Ray was a player, he would have got weeks for running into DeMont. Well, yeah, yeah, saw that's that. Saw that. Saw that. Fucking saw that. clumsy. If I was a player, I would have berated him on the spot. How, yeah, but how do you come off second best in the contest with Razor Ray? Well, well if you I don't, don't see Razor Ray sniped him. Right he just lined him up and went boom. He's not a St Kilda player. Like, Razor Ray's got no reason to hate well, him. Well, he, he, he weighs like um, 50 grams. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, ha, how, do you, how do you just bounce off him? I think we're seeing DeMonts a little bit. You know, he might not be that hard considering he beats up cabbies. That's when he's tough and he comes off second best with Razor Ray. Yeah, so. He's, no, he he's no Kanye Turner. Is he held accountable if, if he ends up breaking his jaw? Yeah, not. Always it could have happened. His job to get when does any umpire hold accountable for anything? Yeah. No, but I mean, Fairly well, for, for a player injury. Probably not. I mean, you barely get the AFL to pay yeah, their yeah. medical uh, bills. If That's you like, revol umpire... reverse roles, if that was Dumont running right. into into the umpire, he'd, he'd get weeks for that. Yes, of course he would. No, it, it already happened once this year. An umpire injured Puopolo by running into him. <laughs> and... Um, Hey, Paul, I missed the week because of it. Nothing happened. 
So no duty of care if you're an umpire. So you trot on him and you didn't notice that he was there. You know, it's like squashing an ant, really, isn't it? Ha, ha. Yeah, but you can't go after umpires because without umpires, we don't have a game. Hmm. Correct. So you can't you ask know. for greater umpire professionalism, which can only happen if uh, they actually. I'm sure someone can build a time. fucking robot that does a better job of umpiring than these maggots. <laughs> oh, listen to yeah. you. We get R two D two umpiring. Plugger <laughs> <laughs> will still hate him. Beep, 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 beep. Right. Boom, that's boom, that's boom, what you need. <laughs> totally objective interpretation of the rules. Unbiased, unflinching, unwavering. Like I, I don't know why they haven't done it yet. Anyway, let's move on to the questions. And well, we already kind of answered the one which. This isn't the questions. It's teach mail, isn't it? Oh yeah. Well, no. We asked about the bandwagon dream, but no. We've got um. Do do any of us rate the Adelaide Crows now? They've had a win in Melbourne. It's from you don't know, Jack. No. No, they, not they, the way they won. Let, let's take it back a step. They beat Carlton by nine points. <laughs> yeah, no, they, you don't get rated based on that. No, doesn't matter where yeah, they, you do it. No. Yeah, um, penals, penals got it. And this one's from Jose. What's more concerning, penals tipping or the Bombers after penal tipped? Um, who'd penal tip? I got six out of nine because I changed my tips when something happened because I didn't tip St Kilda. Sorry, oh, all the teams. You tipped St Kilda, you fuck with that. Yeah, no, yes. I, I tipped St Kilda on the Monday, but I, I couldn't tip against my team on the yes. Friday. What's, I'm too what's more gooey concerning? To do that. I would I would say penals tipping is more concerning because that was fucking ridiculous. Yes, hey, it it makes for good good radio play. Shut up, bitch. You're fucking master of changing your tips, you <laughs> Yeah, you're not. You're, you're like the only person who can't comment on his tipping. Does anyone else want to weigh in on that? No, no, no. Let's go to this week on the bay. Thread of the week. I'm happy to nominate one that didn't come from the bay, and this could be a couple of threads, but I'm going to stick with the Brad Scott week on the West Coast board, which is always great fun. Some great gifts in there. They've been lazy this year. I mean, it was still good, but previous years have been better. Yeah. It, it was still better than anything we had, I think. Oh, uh, no. I i got to say, although this may not count, but I reckon Plugger bumping his House Ross line thread. That was good. After yeah. the Richmond's victory. He, the funny <laughs> thing is, he has no right to do it. Frio, <laughs> like they... one, and, one and nine, but he still got bites out of it. Oh, it was he got fantastic. so many. It was, yes, actually, that's, yes, I'm happy to, that was my, I'm happy yeah. to back you up on that. It was either that one or the Essendon yeah. supporters say Donda's things, which went full crazy this week. Some of the things, but Plugger's um, thread was just genius. Penal, do you have anything you want to add as a thread? Thread of the week? Nah. Not from the main with... board? Um, Power rankings were funny this week. They they were because Chunky Chicken <laughs> keeps getting owned by everyone. Chunky Chicken, he, he has some weird bank that he goes to. Um, he apparently gets fucking 12% interest per year. <laughs> and... <laughs> And also, Roby's latest rankings just played into that with Carlton being ranked above North for this week. Um... Oh, Gold Coast, the fucking second. Roby's <laughs> <laughs> fantastic. Gold Coast, the second in the power rankings. They're also last on the CPR, contaminated power rankings, otherwise known as the AFL ladder. <laughs> but it's, I'm, I'm on plugger. Yeah, the, the bumping of the thread was brilliant. Um, <laughs> That was good. We're yeah. with Plugger? Yeah, I'll go with... Right. Yeah. Stand by for, Plugger. For once, for once, Plugger gets a win in that thread. Uh, Flog of the week. What are we... Uh, 
I'm going to nominate um, Blood Rhett, and you know this guy's normally a really good poster, one of the better value Swans posters out there. But his thread, uh, they since Hawthorne last one an away game, uh, that not for the OP, but for the fucking hodgepodge level of backpedaling and commitment <laughs> to a almost backfired thread because he he got um uh, I think super sub and short came in there and kind of dismantled his argument, but. He was showing hodgepodge-like commitment to the cause, and sometimes you need to know when to back down from a lost battle. So who, that's why. Who else? Fine. Anyone got anything? Uh, no, yeah, no way. Uh, I'm, 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 I'm not agreeing with uh, penal there. Uh, I oh. think, I think Croat Tiger. Tiger boys. Uh, he had, a, he had a good week. He started that Bruce Jenner thread. That was like the best thread he's ever made. Yeah, 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 but he's, uh, he's, he's come across as a massive wanker. And, uh, How's uh, that so any Crow, different to any other week? Crow, Crow Tiger for me is the flog of the I guess a good week by Tiger Boys' standards is still a bad week in general. I'm, I'm going to nominate Craffles <laughs> for his Essendon milk. Oh, yes! Yes, Craffles! Yeah, but yes. I was just trying to where, hard where he to said Alex. "fuck off Essendon, fuck off James Gwilt, fuck off Bell Chambers, fuck off Melksham," but there was no "fuck off her." Ja- James Gwilt is like their best player. He's the only one who fucking. <laughs> is that the was uh, uh, that uh, James Gwilt's second for, game for the year? He's getting the fuck off like he's Jose. No, Craffles for me. Yeah, was was Craffles the one that like spammed a bunch of pictures that make no sense and got a day off because of it? Oh, not sure. Don't think it was. Or, or was that Con D? No, no so. that would have been Con D. He's an idiot. He's not relevant enough. Because they're yeah. both spam flogs. He's not relevant I'm, enough I'm, to be flogged. I'm changing my vote. I'm going with Starburns for, uh, for Craffles. Yeah, I'll go with Craffles. Craffles. Log of the week for Craffles. All right. All right. Last week's poll. New Skype name for Penal. 2.9% said Penal Ruffhead. 0% said Penal Rioli. So Bruce doesn't listen, obviously. 20% said Goo. <laughs> 22.9% said Teach to Penal. 25.7% said Penal Leak. And the winner with 28.6% said Penal for Jack Watts. I noticed Goo came into that thread and uh, said, No, Penal, you can't take my name. And if you do, I'll get Ruffy onto you. <laughs> Goo is the gift that keeps on giving. And and I know exactly what I just said there, and I'm okay with it. Let's go to next week's games. Only the six games, but there's some good ones. Oh, Friday night, the Puffers I'm versus the Concerning Cats. This could be good. Where's this being played? At the Pufferfish HQ. The Pufferfish Tank, we'll call it. The fish bowl. Oh, we will get our fucking heads kicked in. Port Adelaide. He went first. <laughs> <laughs> he just wants to get it out of the way because he's so depressed Yeah, that's about how it. much he thinks they're going to get their heads kicked in. He went first. I'm on the Puffers. Yeah, I'm not going to upset. I'm going to go with Geelong. Teachers of Little Faith, Geelong will smash the Puffers. Tipmaster Penal says Port <laughs> Three goals. <laughs> Next game. Look, I think Gold Coast free up Metricon. We all expect the Purple Puffs to bounce back, yeah? Oh, yeah, yeah. Purple Puffs. Yeah. Easy. Puffs. This, Puff is a, this is a top four clash. Second versus fourth in the uh, <laughs> power rankings. But I think fourth will upset second. Three matters will win. West Coast Dessendon at Domain. Look, I think West Coast is going to get back to their skiing ways over. Dessendon is shit house. And I think we're seeing just how bad their list and their coach is. Dessendon are fucked. Yeah, West Coast, easy. Kennedy to dominate for the X's. Yeah, Kennedy to really bring things back for the X's. That should be good. He'll be playing on... Fletcher. <laughs> Essendon's key backs are actually all right, but their midfield will get so badly slaughtered that Kennedy will probably kick seven or eight anyway. As long as Prittis hits a target, 
target. Oh, he, he will. I have faith. Hopefully, uh, Jab Watson plays. I'm looking forward to the booing if he does play. And uh, hopefully, Luke Darcy isn't there to call him so brave. Speaking of the booing, the booing from the Frio supporters was West Coast-like on Friday. And Richmond, actually, after they sung the song in the rooms, actually let out a big boo. And they gave have the Bronxies, the uh, Freo fans, very feral. You can't, Is that really? The Is best player in their history, and they're giving him the Bronx cheers because he took a mark. Like, as, as a West Coast supporter said in the match day thread, Nat Nui doesn't take a mark for two years, and they don't Bronx him. Pav doesn't take one for two weeks, and bang. They eat very, very poor form. Freo they're getting fans. impatient. Especially you, Jose. Fuck off, Jose. <laughs> North versus the Colas. This should be a good game at Etihad on the fast track. Taboo or not taboo? Taboo. I tell you what, if he swings around to my section of the stadium, I'll get up and point at him. Are you sure it's wise to do that when you're the only person in the bay? (laughs) 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 North. I'm going north. This is a pain in the arse, Tip, because you expect Sydney to win, but you just know north. North very well win. No, north aren't aren't being north this year, so Sydney will win because Sydney should beat them. Yes. North have been north for the last two weeks. They fucking dropped a game that they should have won from 40 points up and then they won a game that no one gave them a chance well they weren't that badly outsiders but most people were tipping west coast so north have been i'm gonna play roby on that say the conditions or some shit with a reason like a brad scott coaching sydney for me Uh, the retirement of bo waters meant uh (laughs) bo waters retired a year ago yeah that's fucking roby logic for you North. Yeah. north. I reckon that Eddie had its North's game to lose. I won't be watching this, though, because North's jumper got to me and Richmond aren't playing this weekend, so I'm going to go watch Jurassic World instead. So, <laughs> yeah. What fucking sellout club, disgraceful. <laughs> Are they gonna? Are they gonna come out to like Jurassic, Jurassic uh, Park thing? Yeah. <laughs> Lol, North. What the fuck? What the fuck is that? Shut up, man. Hopefully, Wake can get his T Rex arms out. Collingwood versus GWS. <laughs> this one should be a good game too. Another good game at the MCG. Very. Ooh, yeah. um, Collingwood just. They've gonna got have, enough. Yeah, gonna have to go with Collingwood just. If you compare Collingwood to last year and you compare the Giants to the Suns last year, this is round about this the time that both teams ran out of puff. Yeah, but uh, Collingwood don't have Clinton Young in their best 22 this year. <laughs> so uh... I'm not saying that. I'm just saying both teams are set to slide if you base on last year's record of the Gold Coast and of Collingwood. Both teams started their plummet out of the top four. It will be very interesting. I just think Collingwood just. I'm conv- Convinced by the Giants, and I'm still not quite convinced by Collingwood. So the Giants, for me, Cloak probably back to his shitful kicking. I reckon Giants, because they have the forwards, they will kick a good score compared to Collingwood's defenders, and their midfield is better than Collingwood's. Mm, Cloak to do his head in this week, trying to work out just how many goals he kicked, trying to come up to seven. (laughs) Oh, kick it at me! Last game should be a close one. It's at Eddie had St Kilda versus Melbourne. I think we killed her on the fast track. We play well at Eddie Had. And mm. Melbourne don't. Yeah. No, yeah, no, I, no Melbourne supporters won't be there either. I'd definitely tip Melbourne if it were at the MCG, but um, I think Eddie Had might just tip it in the Saints' favour. Josh Brewster yeah. kicks seven. Yep, sign this for me. Saint Kilda. How many marks will Jack Watts drop? Well, that's assuming he plays. He might have a pee heart and talk with his coach and go, oh, I don't think I should play this week. Might be too embarrassed after that awkward queef. <laughs> <laughs> well, at least I know what the cover is going to be this week. Who just? Who, no, he's probably scared of Montagna or something like that. He doesn't even have Milne there anymore <laughs> as an excuse to drop himself. Yeah, so that's everything. This was the podcast for round eleven. Starburns joined by Cookson. 
Goodbye. Penal. Toodaloo. Dan. Yeah. And Teach. Goodbye. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next week.